three, two, one. <laughs> oh, you messed it up, buddy. You messed it up. Now we're not. That was our practice run uh-huh. because we're going to have to start doing the claps oh, again. Oh, no, you're right. Yeah. Oh, wait, we got to do the episode title. Yeah, we have to do episode titles. Okay. That'd be like maybe a good thing for like the end of the episode or whatever. Just a little note for the editor. This is Space Cats Peace Turtles, the unofficial podcast for Fantasy Flight's Twilight Imperium. Episode 212. Oh, so far. Music by Ben Prunty, featuring Matt Martins and Hunter Donaldson. Bada baby eats a boy. Yeah, there we go. That's like our favorite commercial, man. That's like a big one for us. Big, big, big into. I don't even know what it's for. It was yeah, Not it was a successful commercial. No, it was for a collect uh, collect, collect call, call thing. type thing. AT and T, I think maybe weird. commercial. It could have been AT and T. What a weird thing to just have to remember. They did a good job. That's okay, it got I in there. Their catchphrase. Got in there. In the brain lives there. Where's the beef? Hey, that's what they say. Guess what, everybody? I'm just freaking out. I have a fly swatter. <laughs> And that's my prop for this episode. Is we, whenever I say something I like, I'm gonna go. <laughs> that's gonna be audio. Poison. You're gonna love it. All right. Well, we're professional podcasters. And no, you we're can not. Tell. No, we're and not. So because of us, because of that, because we've done so good so far. Guess what, everyone? Ooh, announcement time. We're doing another one. We're doing. We're having a second podcast. <laughs> <laughs> what about second podcast? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we're having another one. Uh, what is it, Matt? Do you want to explain what it is, yeah. or should I? So uh, it is called Old Gamers Almanac. Yeah, and it's a video game show. Yes, uh, as opposed to this only one board game show. We've we've basically within the nerd game realm, we've decided to go the complete opposite direction with our new show. Yeah, this yeah, yeah. show is a board game show about one single board game. Only, only, only that one. Only that, except for specifically to today, we're going to talk about a different board game. but We're going to talk about a bit different board game today, but you know the show is only yes. about Twilight Imperium. Our video game show is about every single video game ever made. It's the opposite. So instead of it being... And we're still not doing the review crew yeah. type podcast. No. It's, still, it's not going to be like every week we're reviewing some new game or something like that. But the way Old Gamers Almanac works is that it is a listicle. Yep. It is a BuzzFeed-worthy listicle where we rank... Every single video game ever made, yep, one week at a time. Yep, it is the definitive ranking of all video the games. The definitive. One week at a time. So, if you liked the action card episode and how dumb that yes. was to hear us rank two hundred something, is eighty, act, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it really was like eighty. Yeah, it's only 80. <laughs> and technically less than that. It's like it's like sixty something. Shut 60, up! 60, Shut up! 68. Come on! Come on! Come on now! Come on now! <laughs> If you liked hearing us rank 200-something things that we did that time, <laughs> yeah. then this show is you. just going to be that. Yeah. It's going to be like a dumb ranking show. Yep. Forever. Where you just get to, and it's also going to be a little more hangout. A little hangout, a little shorter. shorter. Less analysis. Less analysis. Not so much a presentation, more just me and Matt played a game. We want to talk about it. Yep. But it's not review crew no. because we have a very stupid gimmick. That means it's not review it crew. Reviews, yeah, it's not reviews. So we although hope... we will tell you our opinions about stuff. <laughs> sure. Uh, so we we hope that you will uh, you'll check it out. We're gonna have the first episode in this podcast feed. You're gonna see yep. it pop up next yep. week. Uh, but also Backdoor that will be pilot. We'll be referring called. you to uh, three episodes that are gonna drop in a new podcast feed next week. So please yeah. please come check it out. We're super, like, we're really super duper excited about it. It's been basically the thing we've been working on a lot since the finals finished. Yeah. You know, we've been doing the show and stuff, but we've also been trying to get this thing off the ground. Yeah. And uh, we're just super, super stoked on it. Uh, I, you know, we love TI, but also I think there's a certain extent of it where Hunter and I like doing podcasts. We do a podcast about TI because I feel like, to me, I feel like I'm a podcaster first, even though this is the first podcast I've ever done. Like, I really like this. You're and a I, podcaster first. I hope, though. I hope that. That I've you seen all you follow us to another <laughs> to another show. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. I, it's going to have a similar energy, probably more goofs. Yeah, on the whole. Uh, yeah, a little more comedic and a little more 
uh, talking opinions. Uh, and you know what? You know what I like about um, the new show is that it's our turn uh-huh. to be pedantic. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's our you have, turn. You got nothing to say to us yeah. <laughs> in this new show. Yeah. In the new show, we get to yeah. knit picks. Right. Right. You know, we get so to take we're gonna picks. Pick some nits. We're going to pick some nits. And then what's great is that it's us going. It's like more. It's it's like we're not just like on the same page. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like we we're going to be we're going to be back and forth, right. back and forth. Right. You know, it's going to be like it's going to be a throwdown. It's going to be a rumble every week. Yeah. Check it out. Royal old rumble. Gamers Almanac. We call it Old Gamers Almanac because it's a play off of Old Farmers Almanac. Yeah. I'm worried no one will get that. That's fine. And they'll just think that we think Our that old gamers. they're old. Yeah. Like that. Well, we talk about we talk about old. games from all across uh, gaming history. So there's at times mm-hmm. things that appeal to an old gamer. But uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm super stoked to be doing it. Uh, we're hoping to have guests. Uh, I'm hoping for good community feedback. We would love to incorporate other people's opinions. Basically, like you can give our ranking uh, uh, a, cr- oh, yeah. a critical approach if you want. You yeah, know, come so in and like, tell us what you think so far or how you disagree with how we've ranked something. We'll that's talk the- about it. it. Will not. Let me be very clear. It will not affect the definitive ranking. No, because the definitive ranking is definitive. Yes. But yeah, you will be allowed to at any point disagree mm-hmm. with our definitive ranking and you will a hundred percent be wrong yeah. unless like there was like a clerical error right like a mistake right. was made and it was like we it's actually not ranked... called mass effect it's yeah it's or called like mart effect or like it sounded like we ranked something number seven yeah. but we actually said six yeah you yeah. know that can happen man yeah, i've that said weird things easily on this show happen before. yeah he said a lot of weird stuff yeah. on the show man i all the time say words and then someone plays it back to me i'm like that's not the word i said i didn't say i that. said this other word yeah uh we got another we got another little piece of news yeah less, less uh less things for you to listen to but all but but for some for a very specific region of the world yeah uh You'll have work to do. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, hey, it's me. It's Hunter. Uh, Portland, I'm back. <laughs> Portland, I'm back, baby. I'm moving back to Portland. Mm-hmm. Um, couldn't we couldn't uh, figure out where we wanted to move? We didn't want to. We only moved here t- temporarily. Right. Um, me and my missus. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we have decided to go back home and be in the Portland area. So if you are, if you're somebody that lives in the Portland area, that loves in the Portland area, mm-hmm. uh, then let me know because uh, I want to be, I want to be playing Twilight Imperium with you right. in the near future. Also, if you like Oath it, Root video game stuff, <laughs> um, I, that is the area I will be in. Hit me up. Let's do it. Um, I'm still here in Arkansas. No one lives here. It's fine. No one lives in Arkansas. <laughs> not even me anymore. <laughs> when you're listening to this, I will be knee deep yeah. in the stress of a move, of a cross-country move. I got two cats, Griffin and Ira, uh-huh. and they are they don't even know. They don't know. You know more than they do at this <laughs> point, and they are going to be so upset to drive. Time. Oh, my God. They're gonna be, oh, they're gonna be mad. <laughs> uh, we have some errata from last week's episode. Okay, we talked about agendas last week. Uh, we'd read them all. We read all the agendas. Can you do it like a little ditty? Like, yeah, because it almost sounded yeah. like you were doing a song. Like, we have some errata. Okay, all right. <clears throat> Give me a little, a little errata ditty. jingle. We got errata. Come on down and read it, Gotarada. <laughs> you know you're gonna eat it, Gotarada. It's, it's you're a, never gonna beat our opinions on this stuff. But wow, that was really good. Thanks. You're like Richard Cheese, yeah. dude. <laughs> you're like that guy. You remember that guy? <laughs> no. You you don't remember Richard Cheese? Uh-uh. He's like the lounge singer guy sure. that does like lounge covers and stuff. Like uh-huh. he did like Down with the Sickness, but That's it was like funny. a loungy thing. It was in the Dawn of the Dead remake. Weird. Yeah. Weird. It was. Anyways, so. <laughs> Anyway, so we got agenda errata. Absolutely. So this is a weird thing to disagree with us on, I guess, because all we did was read the stuff. Now we, we didn't opinions. just read it. We sure. put in our filthy, dirty opinions, <laughs> like we always do. Can't stay out of it. We should just read. Yeah. I always say that the this show, show it, should be. Yeah. We open the box. We read you some stuff, kind of bedtime story style. There were people in response to, to last week's episode being like, "You guys really try very hard to not be a stats podcast." And you know what, Hunter? I think we could try even harder. 
We could try even harder. Oh yeah. my God, we don't want to be a stats podcast. We just want to read. It's not in the wheelhouse. Let's do stats with stats. That can be its a stats stat, can do a stats. He can do podcast. his little stats podcast. Yeah. That's fine. Stats. Stats. Uh, we got one from Mozart Trilar here. Uh, I actually saw a relevant use of colonial redistribution in one of my games. Uh, colonial redistribution is the one where you vote on a, a planet. planet. And then the owner of that planet loses all of their units, and the player in last place gets to put a ground force on that planet and take control. It's of specifically it. an infantry. Yes, an infantry, not, an a, not a ground force. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is this is Mozar's story. Sardak was in last place with transit diodes. We elected a planet next to the leader's home system. Then at the start of the next action phase, Sardak was able to transit over a mech and successfully invade the leader's home system. Oh, <laughs> you hate to see it. That's nasty. Probably, uh, I'm going to assume it was uh, a faction with more than one planet in the home system. Right, that and that's why this one was empty. able to it's work. Like, it's like Argent or... Either that or the, the oh, cocky nasty. player. Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing there? Caught him off guard. Uh, I love this, though. Uh, this is... I wish more agendas had opportunity for this kind of stuff. Oh, I wish yeah. in I wish more agendas were, like, very specific interactions with the board so that you could, like, really manipulate events in the game. Yeah. What if there was, like, an elect player agenda where once they're elected, they can no longer score points? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What happens then, I huh? Want, I want That's more, my cool homebrew stuff. I want more agenda. Now that we have crazy relics and heroes that do, like, wild stuff, yeah. I want more crazy wild agendas. Yeah. How about an agenda where you vote on two players and their home systems have to swap position? Whoa. Or, like, every planet that they own has to swap. I don't know. What I about? Want, I want more stuff swapping. I wish. Okay, I yeah, wish yeah, yeah. Krius is the only one who gets to do it, and I think we got. I think there's room for more. Okay, four or against four. Every planet is Quan. <laughs> against every planet is Lodor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Uh, next up, we've got one from Absol. This is cool. Here's speaking of homebrew agenda stuff. Uh, I have a homebrew agenda phase that I really like, although I expect it wouldn't be a fun with TTS meta where everyone is gaming everything always. Ooh, a little shade. God, I like the shade God there, Absol. <laughs> <laughs> I call it the docket method. When the agenda phase is activated, five agendas are turned face up. And when selecting the agenda to vote on, a, the speaker selects one of the five available agendas. Politics allows the player to draw two and swap any of them with agendas on the docket, then uh, top or bottom. I like this, basically this idea. I feel like we could sit here and like pick nits on all of the different variations of how to do this. But I think the idea of in general, a docket method is something we've talked a lot about of like, hey, I wish we had a little bit more control over the agenda phase. It would be cool if we as players could all do a bit more without taking away too much power from the speaker that's the difficult part or, yeah, or yeah, especially yeah. taking away the power of politics right yeah, is yeah, that's yeah. that's the tricky part but i would love to play with this or a variation of this here's my problem yeah you and it's the it's a very specific absol so don't <laughs> this is not a real criticism <laughs> but you would never pick a uh, public execution mm-hmm you know, speaker would be like, like nah, I'm going to never pick that. Right. I'm going to not pick that right. ever. There's a certain level of some randomness has to be in in the agenda phase for the bad stuff to happen. Huh? This game sucks because somebody comes up with a good idea and you're like, but here's the problem. Right. And there's a million <laughs> little time. pieces of the game <laughs> and some of the pieces aren't going to work. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I don't know how public execution works anymore. I do feel like there are maybe probably more agendas I can think of that would be than that, that one. Any negative that agenda. Sort of that it's like, why would, why would anyone ever pick uh, economic equality? Yeah, there's a, there's a sliver of reasons why, but like, I feel I, like you could you could limit this in a few different ways to make it feel have some randomness, but a little bit of control. I think a docket method could work. Yes, I think that the speaker pick two. That's maybe fi- the problem. I think five is too many for the docket. That's five is too many for the docket. I think that's the problem. Hmm. Five is too many for the docket. Yeah, yeah, maybe like three. Yeah, three for the docket. Something like that. One of them's just hanging out. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. I also just kind of it would be cool if the docket method, if there was some other way for everybody else to get in there too, sure. and it not just be speaker deciding. Because the fact that it's one person deciding, right, means there's always going to kind of be. Here you go. Here you go. Here you go. Well, yeah, three. Yeah, come on, come on. Three. Yeah, speaker yeah. picks the first one. Mm-hmm. They get to guarantee one gets in. Maybe it is five. Let's leave it at five just to, just to stick with it. Yeah, yeah. One speaker puts one in. The other four flip face down, shuffled, draw one. <sighs> so it's so it's random, but you kind of have sculpted it yes. a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, 
Ooh, I like that. Because it's it's you know everything in Ti I think needs just like you can get you get one anytime you get a hand on a lever uh-huh. in Twilight Imperium, then the seventh player yep, should get to lever. roll some dice. <laughs> like that's how it should be. Right. I like that. That is the beauty of the game. Because if if people have too much control, then only good things happen. Only right. smart things right. happen. Exactly. And dumb things need we to see that. happen. We see that even with like map building. That's such a great point because that's what that's what people do to these like tournament maps. When I'm testing them, people constantly like, well, this is kind of a problem. It's like, well, yeah. Sometimes it you is. have problems you have to deal There's with. There's problems. Now, I get, we, this is the debate we have with every map test. is like, well, which problems are too much? And that's what you're always actually trying to yeah, suss yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. even with homebrew stuff, that's basically the same challenge you're doing is like, well, which problems can we live with? Yeah, when it's funny you bring up maps because I think as far as feedback goes, the feedback that I feel like always kind of hits that's like, oh, okay, that needs to be responded to is stuff like the map is like like more like there's not enough happening, mm-hmm. there's not enough like it's never like, uh oh, the map has like an imbalance in it. That's yeah. a problem. It's like not sounds exciting to me. But right. if it's kinda like, oh, we all kind of played in our slice and nothing right. really happened and everybody just got you know, that's the problem. Yes. That's the problem when, is it not being not, you know, and yeah, I guess there could be a map that's like too wild. Right. You know, Billy right. knows all about that. <laughs> uh, last up, boy, everybody called us out for this. I'll, I'll give special mention to Stads, Rando Calrissian, and Holy Teaspoon, who all basically had the same uh, thing of, hey, we skipped Warfare when we were talking about Galactic Crisis Now, what Pact. is Galactic Crisis Galactic Pact Crisis do? Pact is the agenda where you elect a strategy card. Yeah. And immediately after electing that strategy card, everyone does the secondary right here in the agenda phase. Yeah. So uh, we forgot to talk about warfare. We talked. You talked. We talked about every single one, and we just kind of skipped it. And warfare is a pretty good one. Skip it. Warfare is a good one. We talked yeah, about. I, I think we talked I about personally leadership. don't like it. Sure. Let's let's get into that. But let's kind of real quickly go over what our sort of ranking was. Yeah. Diplo, useless. Politics. It's just never. Whatever. Ne- who cares? Whatever. Trade. Trade. Pretty much useless. Not uh, as bad as those other two, but sure. yeah. Construction, not, as, not good, generally speaking. Yeah, because you have to activate the you spot. Have to activate the you got to activate so the system. we put Imperial way up there, Tech pretty high up there. Leadership can be up there, but Hunter, you had the problem of, uh, it's just like a stall round. It just and Nobody it, actually uses those command counters for good. <laughs> that criticism, though, is more from an outsider yeah. perspective. It's more like me watching a game. I think that, you know, depending on how things are going, it's probably really smart to pick leadership. Sure. And, then, and then you're going to have that long, yes. long, long round. Right. But. The, but then we did not talk about the idea that warfare, uh, two things. One, everybody gets a build that will not be mm-hmm. activated at the start mm-hmm. of the round. And you get to use some planets that you just like otherwise maybe wouldn't have used or whatever. Like you can kind of spend extra money. Yeah. Especially depending on when the agenda comes. You this spend is the first your resource agenda, plans. You spend your resource plans, but you can also spend some of your, you know, stuff that's influenced but was a doll, extra dollar. The big thing that people called out, I think it was Stads was the main one to call this out, is like, hey, this is the flagship build for everybody sure. that needs everybody it. Everybody gets a flagship. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. You normally I, don't have them just like spare cash to just pop out your flagship whenever, but this is like, oh, we get one big build that's kind of not worried about... Yeah all the other stuff we need to do. I think it just depends on the timing. For I sure. guess if it comes up early, everybody feels like they're on even footing, uh-huh. you know, a warfare secondary isn't that bad. But I feel like, you know, in in a critical time yep. that it's not worth it to let people build on their home system for free because there's always going to be somebody who's in the lead. That's just the way the game works. There's always a yep. leader. Um, and the, the fact that that person got to build in their home system, even if everybody else gets to, too, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, and, and I think, too, the big thing with home system build is also for some people, sometimes they just built in their home system this last round, and they're at fleet capacity. Yeah, that's There's, something that happens, There are plenty too. of time where, like, this yeah. warfare thing is like, well, all I'm getting is infantry and fighters out of it. Well, that's pretty good, though. That's not you bad. You kind of want but, me back over. Well, for some people, it's like, I have a space. Like, I'm going to build two infantry and two fighters. You know what I mean? I have a sure. four production. Like, Nas Roca, who hasn't got the second dock at home. This is annoying because they watch Yin get their flagship at home, and yeah. they get two infantry, two fighters. Well, and there always could be a situation where you build the flagship and just replace, like, a like a destroyer right. or something. Totally. You know, something like that. There's I don't know. There's a lot of cases do. where it could be good. Um, I think, really, the problem is that we just didn't talk about it at all. Right. That was the problem. So here it is, us talking is about it. Is that we just skipped I it. still think Imperial's the best because, to me, Imperial means the same thing to almost everybody. Even somebody who's got secrets that they like, you could get a better one. Yeah, but you what can if somebody's almost... in the lead? I don't know. If somebody's in the lead, then do we really want to give them another look at a secret? I don't know. Yeah. It's like, that's the math on this for me. Yeah. It's kind of like, this is a... What's giving someone too much? Rising tide floats all boats, but what if there's already a boat that rows too much? Right. But I think, I think Imperial 
is the least likely to definitely give like the like tech is advancement building units is advancement a new secret may not be advancement a new secret could clinch the game my brother well i don't know i don't know i don't know i don't know plastic and tech don't win you the game but them secrets do right why that's why i want it that's why i always want it at least yeah but see that's what i'm saying is that's why it's hard to this is just like a hard i'll say this i'll say this much if there's somebody at your table who's like oh i absolutely don't want to do imperial okay that person likes their likes all their they're they're on easy street like they are now my target or but, they're a liar. Well, doubt it. They're lying. Nobody lies in Twilight Imperium. Lots of people lie on Twilight Imperium. What? Anytime they're talking to me, they do. <laughs> all of them, all of them liars. They'll send me messages. Love the show this week. You liar. <laughs> you just trying to trick me in Twilight Imperium right now. I look at all the five star reviews on Apple Podcasts. Mm-hmm. Thanks for doing that, by the way, everybody that does do that. And do please rank the show. Yeah. Uh, rate the show uh, but uh, every time it happens I'm like they're just trying to trick me in a yeah. game of Twilight Imperium mm-hmm. that they're getting trying ready to win for. me over they're they wa- trying to get they want a free wash it. they're trying to get a free wash <laughs> all these people trying to get a free wash from me every day trying to saying nice stuff he doesn't I, even wash himself I every day see. how's he gonna wash exactly. you exactly I ain't washed in a while do we need to do an ad we break? Need to do now? an ad break. We've, we've hit we've hit the limit. It's time to do an ad break. And uh, hey, we're gonna talk about oath. Okay, vibe check, Hunter. Yeah, we've played we've played three games of oath. We played more games than that, but since we got our copy of oath, yeah, we played we've played three games. Three what games. Do you th- what do you think of the board game oath? Uh, I think it's uh oh this is a rev- are we doing a review no this is, right what, now? this is just what do you think I give it an eight point eight <laughs> best snowboard game on myfork.com my fork my fork mm. that's my fork and You've it's been a, eating it's no 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 let's design me a board game personality right now okay let's design me a personality so it's called my fork mm-hmm. or I could call it the gamer's fork and then the cup the big you go to my website my web zone. <laughs> And it's me, and I've got like a bowl with uh-huh. board games in it, uh-huh. and I'm like raising. It's funny, it's a bowl too, because there's like milk, but I'm using a fork, mm-hmm. and there's board games on the fork, and I'm putting it in my mouth like a like a like a cereal, like a cereal, like a cereal e like with a, cereal a fork. gamer. Yeah, uh, <laughs> great. That was informative. Okay, both vibe check though. Good game, I like it. It's a good far. game. Yeah. Um, I have been um upset. A lot of games. Well, you have to play with me. Yeah. And that sucks. That's an, and I feel that's an unfortunate way to play the game. For you to it's play not unfortunate me. for other people to have to play with Hunter. It's unfortunate for me it is imp- to have and, to play and with it's, Hunter. It's, that's why I'm moving to Portland. <laughs> <laughs> we couldn't take it anymore. Couldn't take it. Couldn't take it. Um, but yeah, it's it, it's been a bum- You know what? Here's my one complaint is I didn't really, when we started our first uh, session, yeah. I was the chancellor. Right. And you kind of. I kind of feel like, I don't know, correct me if I'm wrong, people out there. Send me errata. Mm-hmm. Rock me like an errata cane. Uh, I feel like when you get chancellor, it's kind of easy to stick around for a while, especially when uh, people might be learning the yeah. game. And so I think I was a bad fit for being the chancellor. I think we should have. so good. No, not because I'm so good, but because I am familiar with the game yeah. on some level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We should have picked somebody that didn't know the game because honestly, the chancellor, it's not that much more complicated than just learning the game in no. general. Um, and the chancellor And I think there would have the been more boat. shake up. I think the thing with, the scary thing with that very first game, especially if you're doing the tutorial mission, is the tutorial walks you through the steps of dunking on the chancellor it does the first mission is like hey let's crush the chancellor's dreams here real quick you know what too that's why okay i got a big thing i'm going to talk about later actually okay. so let's just put a pin in that sure. but the whole like it walks you through it says like here's how you do it yeah. be mean to the chancellor right i feel like that's a lesson that the game tries to teach you and then a lot of players sort Forget. of just like let that go totally yeah so we'll talk true. about that again later absolutely but. so let's let's go over a little bit of how our world has evolved though. well wait let's what's your oath vibe check my well that's what i was saying it's, it's good it's, you I, like it's, it it is good but it's it is always um it's a game that when i engage with it i i haven't found my comfort level your footing it. i haven't found my footing i still feel like i mean we've only played three games with like the proper finalized rule set i still feel like i'm learning a lot we, we don't play it often enough yet i really wish we were getting in more games when i play with other groups yeah. i find that other groups have all this 
uh, all these weird combos in the deck. Yeah. And I don't feel Ours like we have that doesn't. weird of a deck. Our no. deck is not that weird. Yeah, I agree. I feel like and and I and that's been a thing I've struggled with in general is just this idea that like I feel like I can never get an actual engine going. And I, I look at somebody that... else. I look at other people in our games and like, you got an awesome engine. Look at well, all the secrets you got. You got so much favor. And I've had multiple games now where I just like had two favor all game and couldn't ever get it online. I'm not pushing back on that. Like, yeah, like people people are when we're playing, like people are figuring out and getting some kind of card synergy going. But I think the the card synergy ceiling yeah. for our deck in its current state yeah. is kind of low. Right. No one's really getting anything going that I'm just like, whoa. Like the weird one we have is there's that tree you can trade with yeah. you can trade with this tree time. the old oak yeah the old oak uh if in fact didn't you get rid of it last game and okay last game you got rid of the yeah. old oak yeah. and then someone immediately put it, back. put it back yep um but yeah the old oak is a card you trade with it and it gives you like extra one magic, extra magic basically. one extra magic yeah so uh so yeah it's a really great way to get your economy going very fast and we had a game where we were playing for the darkest secret, which is the one where you need a lot of magic. We keep Costs saying a magic. Lot of magic. It used to be called magic. It's not called. They're secrets, but we still always call oh it magic. Oh my God. That's it's not thing. called magic. That's the thing we do constantly. I'm sorry. So live with us. I'm sorry. I'm we're, so we're sorry. Through it. But anyways. Uh, you probably hate me. <laughs> I'm you, you listener. That uh, so the secrets, uh, two of us immediately went for that and we're both using the old oak and it became this dumb like tug of war old like, oak party who's gonna get who's gonna who's gonna jump on the darkest secret and immediately get screwed over by the other person going after them was definitely a thing yeah so I just feel like I mean our group definitely has not learned like the good hot strategies if we were to go and play with like Garrick and them who are on their like 19th chronicle yeah we would it would look so different the way the things that sure. they're doing sure so um you know I I'm I'm very interested to see us kind of slowly evolve our game but i claim this i think that the game is even more asymmetrical than people yeah. gave it credit for I when the so. game came out i think that uh the chancellor is supposed to be in a thematic sense and in a the way the game works sense mm -hmm. the chancellor is like someone to be dethroned yeah not well, just there's this one player that's the chancellor, right. and we're all kind of playing our own game. No, it's more like the exiles, I think, yeah. have sort of a reason to not work together as a perfect team, but to everyone to kind of be like this chancellor, man. Right. Uh, this right. freaking chancellor. Well, that, I think that's why four player is really proving itself to be kind of the, the perfect little thing. Maybe five is pretty good too, but four I don't feels know how great. It works. Four feels great because. You can have the Chancellor, and you can have two Exiles that are like, we're going to deal with the Chancellor. We're going to deal with and the Chancellor. And two is like the right amount. Yeah. And then that fourth player gets to go, I'm dirty. Well, now I'm going to get dirty. Now <laughs> yeah. I'm going to be on the Chancellor's side. And, yeah, and hey. one Chancellor, one Citizen, and two Exiles feels like a perfect blend of like, oh, now we're getting kind of all the interactions. The second you get three out of four players are Citizen slash Chancellor, the game... I don't that fe that feels so weird it when warps. that happens. It warps. Yeah, yeah. So do we want to do a summary of our world kind of? Yeah, in yeah. Loose I don't, terms. I don't have I don't like a beautifully written chronicle nah. for you. Nah. EJ wrote the very first chronicle that we did, even though he didn't win. He just wanted to do it, and it's nonsense. It doesn't make sense. I'll read you the last. Yeah, line. I think he thought that we were like asking him to write the chronicle as like a fun goof. Like he, he was like, "This is a fun well, comedy here's opportunity." Here's what he for was me. doing first. Yeah. I, I, he was a little bit inebriated. Yeah, and we that. don't pay him. And we don't pay him for <laughs> anything that he does. So uh, he was taking notes as we played. Yeah. So he was basically he was making thematic bullet points. Yeah. As we played the game, I'm just gonna read you the the last. Go ahead and uh, read the it. last three lines. Yeah. The Chancellor outlasts, outwits, and outplays. He wins like all monarchs win by vindicting his way. Soccer goal. <laughs> I can't tell you what that means. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Vindicted his way? I, I don't yeah. even is know. Is that a word? I don't I, know. Vindicting, I think it is a word, but I just, I'm not sure how it applies yeah. to that game. Yeah. So, so game one was our tutorial session game. Yeah, we already sure, talked about sure. Hunter uh, was the chancellor who the tutorial basically has someone smash the chancellor. Yeah. But over the course of the game, we played with, I think that game was with six people. No, that game was with five people. Um, and he found his way back in basically. And actually, uh, he ended that game with a lot of stuff because the first game you start with ruling oath of lands. supremacy so yeah. the, the oath of supremacy sort of 
puts into the winning condition mm-hmm. the idea that this uh, nation has to be lasting. So it's from, a good start. It is like a good it's start. a good it's a good way to start. And I I would all, I'm also going to say this: if you start with the oath of supremacy, the chancellor is going to be able to make some choices in order. Yep. Anybody, anybody, if any, if an exile becomes a chancellor, anybody that's going to become the chancellor, if it's oath of supremacy, that means they ruled the most lands right. to win off that oath. If that's, of course, the way they won, you can win a million, sure. million but different chancellor ways. has to. But win if you that win way. off oath of supremacy, it feels like you can sort of go ahead and set up to win the next game, right. which is wild. Right. I did not. That was the first time I realized that was that game. Yeah, I was like, oh, I, I picked um, <laughs> banners and relics, right? And I specifically placed what's called an edifice, which yep. is a card you get to place if you win. It's like a, it's just like a card you would play at a site, right? But it lasts, longer. but it lasts longer, and it's got cooler abilities. Yeah. And I picked an edifice that I was like, that right there, and some of the other cards I already had it out is going to help me win the next game. And guess what? I did win the yep. next game. Yeah, Hunter won two in a row as the chancellor. Uh. The third game, I'll already say, was won by a citizen. So the yeah. city has been holding strong. Now, the city has had an overthrow in its governmental sure, structure. Sure, One time, EJ won our third game. But um, between game two and three, very little, the, the goal became, it became very apparent that Hunter was going to win game two. And so then literally the goal of all of us was like, well, Hunter got way too much stuff yeah. at the start of this game. So let's crush everything. And Hunter entered game three with like nothing. Like well, I had territories. I had four sites actually. Like it four? wasn't that bad. Yeah, it was four. Well, because you automatically get. No, you only get the cradle, right? Oh yeah, no, we, I, we, you did, only it get the we did it wrong at first, and then we put it back. You had two sites. Yeah, I had two sites. Yeah, you're right. You're you right. had a strong cradle, and that's it. Yeah, but what was funny is at those sites, I still had some synergy. Absolutely, I guess is what I'm trying to right, say. Right. Yeah, yeah. Still not bad, but we were we all in game three had the option to just be like, you know what, Hunter can have his cradle. We can go dominate at all these other places right. and get our own things going. Uh, but by the end of the game, this was our first game that ended at the end of round eight, which is the like game end. We have yeah. to end. There's going to be a tiebreaker. And that, boy, okay. So we've talked about this game as like, oh, it's like the win-making board game kind of. Uh, when the game ends, game eight, that or round eight, that is exactly what the game is. Because you can look at every single turn and go, well, whatever you do will impact the winner in this way. Like you can very cleanly and clearly see each person person's victory path. Let's talk about game three a little more in depth since that was like the Recent. one the one we most recently played. And it was on stream. We could probably get that up on YouTube. We could put it up on YouTube. Yeah, I could I could YouTube that for you. Um so the thing about game three is that it was all about the darkest secret. Yeah. Um whoever had that was gonna win. I felt like um, so EJ very early on drew a card that meant that he couldn't win via vision. Right. And then for a very long time in that, in, in that game, there was a vision sitting on top of the world deck. And whenever you search the world deck, mm-hmm. if you hit a vision, you stop. And the, the, nobody was willing to do it. EJ no had no reason to. to. Yep. And Chris and I, the other two players had that old Oak tree. I was talking about, we had a secret, we had like a beautiful secrets engine working. Right. So it's like, well, I don't need to go for a vision. Cause I really have a shot at getting this oath keeper status. But see, I think the problem was, uh, you know, as the chancellor, my win condition is locked yes, exactly. into that. That's where we ran and into then, trouble. And then you and Chris both had a really good engine going. Yep. I wasn't even trying right, to match still your... Hold. And it, it, it was really just... Because it, it becomes... When everybody's working on the same goal, the game, I think, becomes way more about timing Absolutely. than anything else. Yep. And I think you pulled the trigger first. I pulled the trigger first, and it cost me everything. It, yeah, my game hurt. was ruined. Yeah. Because I did it, and then the... So when you take the darkest secret, like... The, the annoying thing about it is if you take it just by using secrets like a large stockpile, people just get those. It's like it's like hot potato. The secrets just keep passing around from person to person. Right. No it's not act- like you destroy all the old right. secrets. Like so the, the person that had placed secrets on it before, they get like a refund right. of some of their secrets, which means it really just becomes crazy hot potato until people start deciding to fight for it. Exactly. And, and when you fight for it and when it's deadly bad. Exactly. So that's what happened to me person. is I set up, I finally managed to set up a, pos- a position where no one would be able to steal it from me with the secrets right. by claiming it. But I did not build up defenses to defend against the idea that someone would just 
take it from me via yeah. force. Yeah. And when they did that, it ruined my entire economy. I'd been saving up secrets, secrets, secrets all game, and I lost all of them. And uh, I basically I was out like that on that turn. I was dead in the water for the rest of the game. It's true because uh, I'll say this I got pretty early on in the game. I felt like kind of being dirty because I didn't really want to win three in a row regardless. But then honestly, the way it worked out, I really think when everybody is going after the exact same thing, it benefits the chancellor the most because when the chancellor can get to the end of the game, uh, they, it's almost like if everybody competes over the exact same thing, which pretty much everyone was, yeah. uh, it kind of becomes about running out the clock if you're yep. the chancellor yep. um, than it is about anything. Uh, I feel like if y'all had been more into visions, yep. then one of us should have. My attitude would have made it so that I think the vision person would have a really good chance of winning. Definitely, because I just wasn't, I wasn't super excited about winning myself i was more interested in trying to create an interesting situation at the end which i failed to do so that's something that i messed up i want to talk about it so i was more interested in creating citizens out of whatever players i thought could do it Mm -hmm. and having them fight each other for it what ended up happening was i gave citizenship to chris first i believe yep um and then i gave citizenship to ej second with the goal being Make them fight. Make them fight. And 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 we did like weird deals to make it happen because we had a card that would allow us to trade all kinds of stuff. Right. Right. Um, so that was fun. That was exciting. Uh, but then in the end, I gave it to EJ, and then I guess something about our deal made it where Chris actually had no shot in taking the darkest secret from EJ, which just meant EJ was going to win. Like it wasn't even like a thing. Yeah. Yeah. It was was basically one of those things where like through too much negotiation and not enough trust in the negotiation across all, like literally all four of us were like talking through this stuff, but it was like, everyone's got a little bit of hidden motives. So it's hard to know exactly where this stuff falls through that opacity or lack of opacity or whatever is where, not mistakes were made, but like basically, like by the time EJ's turn was over, no, no, it was a mistake. By the time I, EJ's yeah. turn was over, we were like, oh, this is a hundred percent dead. And basically, Chris and I just pretended to take action. Here, that didn't here, matter. here's why ultimately it was a mistake. Because if I had kept the dark, I the, now this is like me trying to remember a game exactly, but I'm pretty sure what I realized about halfway through that last round yeah. was that if I had just kept the darkest secret myself, exactly, and not made any deals with EJ, that the that they that they still would have been able to fight me for yeah. it more so than what EJ's deal was. Yeah. So in my head, I was like, I don't think it was a sure thing because I think if if I had felt confident that I was going to lose it easily, right. I would have just held on to it anyways because I was like, oh, that was my goal here. Um, but in my head, I thought uh, it's probably more likely if I give Chris and EJ both a shot. Yep. And in my head, it just the math did not work out. So that was like that was like a mistake I made. I definitely um wanted to see a new uh win condition also just like the way the way we play which i think is the right way to play the same person plays as the chance like if the one last time yeah. he plays the chancellor you next time take that role but i do can. get uh, i in a in a streak like that which from what i've heard from other groups chancellor streaks are actually kind of common yeah uh, erotomy if you want to but well, I, it's, I, it's in the design of the game it's what we talked about earlier yeah. the the winner gets to design the start of the next game and they can sometimes put themselves in really comfortable positions right it's kind of like it's almost like a metaphor right that when people get power they use their power <laughs> to, to hold, on. hold power it's like i don't know is this Politics? Am I doing You're politics right now? Careful, Hunter. I just think that sometimes we don't, oh, we don't want to get political on our show. politics. Uh, sh- shush your ears. Politics. I think politicians, politicians, when they do the power uh-huh. shuffle thing, uh-huh. they so- also say like, and also me again. Me, you know what I mean? They kind of whisper, just a little whisper of like. It's like, do you, you hear about the Jeopardy thing where that guy, they were like looking for a and new Jeopardy host was like, and then the producer me? was like, I think me, yeah. I'm in charge of picking. And the world I, disagreed. Yeah, the world disagreed pretty hard. The Let's world get, was like, no, 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 reading rainbow, please. We, yeah, yeah, LeVar Burton, uh, hashtag LeVar Burton for uh, Jeopardy still. Yeah, 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 hashtag yeah, LeVar yeah. Burton, hashtag Jordy, hashtag LaForge, <laughs> hashtag Jordy LaForge, uh, hashtag <clears throat> chief engineer Jordy LaForge. <laughs> Uh, so the other thing I want to say about that hashtag roots. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, man's I, got a great career. I I uh, I think that the the ending of that game proved 
uh, a thing. We're about to talk about some strategy stuff, but I do think we saw this in the stories we've heard of some games that um, I believe it was Garrick and Brian. We've talked about this before in the past where they got into like an unstoppable chancellor combo. Yeah. And the whole thing we figured out, the whole thing we figured out though was Brian, it seems was unwilling to play oath the dirty way. Uh huh. Because Brian is a like, no, no, no. I'm invested in the mechanics. I'm gonna, do, you know, I, I'm do I, like, I'm gonna try to win. He has integrity. And there's a certain level of oath where it goes. Well, when you have a broken combo, someone needs to to just destroy it. Yeah. Sacrificing yeah. themselves for the cause for next game, so that uh, we can get out. Of, like, don't sit here and complain about a chancellor with an un, with an unstoppable combo. Just stop them to your own failing yeah you're trying to stop them and win well that's why it's unstoppable i was playing with uh my board lord yep lord of the board l-o-t-b lotba <laughs> uh and woodland war machine uh people yeah one time and i remember that and this is like kind of where i got this idea uh was from this experience because it was like getting to the end of the game so i started getting dirty mm-hmm. uh you know like i do i'm nasty bad boy uh <laughs> And I made a move that made it so that Lord of the Board, who was also in exile, that he wasn't going to get a very good shot. And instead, it was the Chancellor that was going to get a good Mm -hmm. shot. And I was just kind of like in full chaos mode. So I did not care. I did not care. It wasn't going to be me that was going to win. But, you know, I just like get my grubby little fingers on the ball. You know what I mean? (laughs) But... Here's Hunter what I realized. Just likes to impact change. I just want to be a part of yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> and the thing that I realized is that when you are in exile, uh-huh. there should be in your head a little like uh like relationship score mm-hmm. where you should give all the other exiles a plus one yeah. and you should give the chancellor like a negative three. Right. So I should have not done that because I should have looked at my board lord, right. my cardboard leader. Exiles gotta stick together. Yeah. Exiles gotta stick together. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And if it's not gonna be me. It might as well be one of my exile homies. Yep, definitely. And I, you know, I disobeyed my board liege, right, right. which is not. I shouldn't have done that. Well, and I want to apologize right here to <laughs> Lo to Lotba to, to L O T B Lotub. Uh, so let's talk strategy then a bit more of like how we avoid these things, um, not just for the sacrifice you're getting, because I do think there's a very specific window in Oath where if you're thinking about it properly, you might be able to enact change and still give yourselves an opportunity because as of right now my vibe on oath is rounds one through four are are barely a part of the great game like in quotes the game well it's about setting up it's about setting up but it's it's not even money it's not even what i'm starting to feel is it's not about setting up your engine for the win you intend to get Right, no. it, it can't be that. How could it be? You don't know enough about. You the ain't world. even drawn all your visions. Exactly, yet, you don't bro. know what the world looks like yet. So rounds one through four are just about setting up a thing. Period. It's Getting a, the world I think set up. Uh, I'm going to use the e word. It's about exploring. Yeah, it's about exploring. It's about entanglement. It's about getting us on an even keel. Mm-hmm. I think because that's your opportunity to just like the first two turns. Yes, you have to do a little bit of like I got to make my economic engine function. There's yeah. a bit of that. Yeah. But I, Hunter and I have been talking about it a bunch, and there seems to be a thing too where it's like I think you have to do that, but also as a group somewhat agree like we all need to take a stab at the chancellor we need to i think together so, yeah. like a punch the vagabond le- ha- type thing. Yeah, yeah we have to punch the vagabond here we have to punch the chancellor just so that when we get into that round five state the round five and onward is now where we're in every single turn someone's probably going to win that's like the beauty of oath is when that happens mm-hmm. every single action someone has to do this so that this happens so that then they don't win then like you're just it's almost like uh, it's it's like the exiles should be like Let's figure out what's going on because we all want to kind of find mm-hmm. our own way in this. But at the same time, if we're all throwing a wrench right. in uh, the Chancellor's plans, because the thing about the Chancellor is there's not really any hidden information with the Chancellor. Right. You kind of just know what's up. Yeah. And generally speaking, uh, I would say the Chancellor can set. I, I feel like setting up for the next game is not that weird for a Chancellor to do. Right. Maybe some groups are like, nah, we don't play like that. Like, yeah, it's, doubt it's, 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 it. It happens. I doubt it. Like, I doubt by, it. by virtue of winning, you set up for sure. the next game. And also, it feels cool to do, yeah. actually, from the Chancellor's perspective, to say, all right, I'm going to I'm gonna pick this oath. And well, the whole I, and game here. So. The whole game is like a ton of abilities. So, of course, you want to find magic synergy of those abilities. It's so yep. many unique yep. abilities that even when you find 
two that talk to each other that it's are like, to just Whoa, talking that are just beautiful. chatting right yeah. right they're not even singing yet if you find they're two that sing singing yet. Yeah. it's like that got a whole choir going and then you're going to be winning for five games straight <laughs> right bruh yeah uh yeah <laughs> but yeah i really think um thus far with the this is this is like i mean i'm sure for some people that are playing oath they might be like way far past all this and in which case you're like ah oh, these are like really surface takes whatever i'm kind of like giving myself advice yeah but to you right so like this is what i want to see out of myself as exactly. a player in the future in oath yeah is as an exile to sort of have a, a home like a me and the other exiles are homies on some level yeah uh and that i don't want to see the chancellor win because seeing the chancellor win more than one game is turns out i think just more common than it was evident to me yeah. originally i think the thing we haven't the, the thing we haven't experienced yet and Part of me thinks I've been writing the Chronicle wrong, and I, I think next time we stream, I'm going to go even slower at one step because there's a whole thing that happens at the end of one Chronicle where you like determine who will be the citizens for next game. Yeah, and I feel like I've done that wrong every single time. Uh-oh. Uh oh. I don't know, but I, it just like never feels like we're going into the next game correctly. But this next game is going to be our first game that starts with a citizen, right, of the Empire, and so it's the first game we'll have where it's not Chancellor versus three Exiles. It will be chancellor citizen versus two exiles and i have no idea how that's going to throw all this stuff hunter and i just talked about me completely neither. through a loop me neither and what's funny is you said our game but i don't live here you're anymore, gone yeah I'm hunter gone. doesn't hunter doesn't I'm gone. live there anymore i'm starting scpt west okay <laughs> it's a separate organization there's gonna be a lot more comedians uh-huh. and there's gonna be a lot more frustrated viewers because like they're talking too much <laughs> why are they hanging out they should be playing the game i want board game meat that's what I want. So that's my vision for SCPT West. We're gonna be the le- the less popular. Hunter has no idea how much he just spoke to my soul. Right there. <laughs> we do streams, and in the back of my head, the whole time I'm just like, "This is an unwatchable mess. This is an unwatchable mess. This is an unwatchable mess." Oh yeah, but to see now, it can be there can be SCPT South and SCPT West. Uh-huh. SCPT West in the community, they'll be like, "Don't even watch those streams. Man. <laughs> you can't even tell what's going on." They're like. They're so dumb because it's because Hunter's in charge. We need and then and then your streams. I think in the end, what I want out of your streams is everybody's wearing suits uh-huh. and they're showing sure. up and everybody is it's set up immaculately. Yeah. Every little thing is perfect. Everything's at like perfect angles and stuff. Yeah, and except for the the Twitch description says Mass Effect Two for some yeah, reason. Yeah, yeah. The, ah, the, the Twitch description says Hardcore Mass Effect Two. <laughs> That's what you've been calling your show. No, it's been hardcore mad effect. Oh, hardcore mad effect. That makes sense. Yeah. You got to check out y'all. If you haven't been watching Matt's mass effect streams, they're really funny. Because, <laughs> hey, let me tell you the premise of these streams. So Matt's playing mass effect and he gets mad once every 30 seconds. And it's like literally once every, like something will happen. It's not a game that is known for making people mad. It's not like the the game with the guy in the pot and the hammer uh, getting over it. Uh-huh. It's not like that game that like makes people frustrated. Yeah. It's just like a game. It's like kind of a chill game, actually. But anyways, yeah. check I'm that gonna, out. I'm going to have to play Getting Over It someday on stream. Yeah, and that will be... That that will be the end. Of That'll your be a life. weird stream because it'll end with my house burning down. Yeah, your you house know? will burn down. <laughs> the a, vein, a new vein will appear on your forehead and it will burst out of your head can we talk about uh let's uh, let's more let's talk, oath talk more yes. oath talk come back around uh what are some mistakes we feel we've made though uh in, in terms of strategy i feel like we've been getting yeah. some advice but hunter and i definitely don't know everything but what are some of those things we've learned uh that we can try to adapt for going forward i know uh my big one is not having a good understanding of the the economic engine. I think it took me a number of games before I really started to felt it. And Hunter, you you put it this way earlier. Secrets for money for muster. Secrets, secrets for, for money, money for muster. For muster. And yeah. the muster is just to take more stuff so that you improve your secrets for money for muster engine. And secrets it's just, it's just that and that. So you have to focus muster. on getting the secret first is the yeah. thing that I think I've tripped up a number of times where like I've had a game where like I got a bunch of favor and then had nothing I could like really do with it in, a, in, in mm-hmm. for what my game needed or whatever yeah uh, but generally i just don't even get the engine rolling at all and the big thing and, and you'll hear people talk about this this is a very obvious first thing but it's like don't spend that first secret absolutely no. do not spend that no you will way. throw off no your way. entire game it is gone and i would even say don't spend your first two favor until you've started like never spend money you don't have immediately coming back to you basically yep. it's yep. like the thing i've had to learn is like no, no no you need to always have something going into the next turn 
Yeah, try to get a bunch of fav like so the reason I say secrets for money for muster is use secrets to get money and then you muster with that money right. so that you can get, you know, more um what are they called? Warbands yeah. in your thingy, whatever. Yeah. And the warbands let you take more sites or but, defend yourself or every like you need you need warbands in a way that I, of I course, thought you, I could ignore. No, no, you can't. Yeah, you I learned have this warbands. last game. You need warbands even if even, they're all on your sheet. Doesn't even matter what the what the thing what yep. the oath is. You have to have warbands. Yeah. Um. But the, but almost just as important as getting the warbands is the fact that you are determining where that money that you spent for muster. Yep. What bank that is going into, and yep. of course you do not have full control over that. There's right. going to be three other players that are going to get a turn in, or four if you're playing five player, before you get to go back to that bank. But my thing is always looking at the suits and being like, what suit do I want to have a lot of favor in it? Yeah. I'm stacking the deck on that. I'm, right. I'm, if I can, I'm uh, always mustering on the same suit over and over just so I can try and put as much money as possible yeah. into a suit that I favor. Right. And that know? guarantee, because it's a closed economy, that guarantees at least one, but usually two banks will suffer. And, mm -hmm. and you'll throw off someone else's entire strategy because, and it's happened to me multiple times where I'm like, I'm going to go, I want to go get some favor. Oh, bank's empty. Yeah. They completely siphoned everything off of it. And I just, my engine just got shut down for a turn because I have no way to put favor into that bank. Yeah. Well, I mean, in, in that way, you do, you do just have to be really careful about what suits you're investing in. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, I think I have a bias towards a certain way of thinking because I've been playing so much Chancellor lately and I'm yeah. glad to get away from that. Right. But as Chancellor, I'm always thinking about, all right, well, what cards are available anyways? Like, like mm -hmm. you can look at the board and see like, all right, well, there's a lot of order and hearth yep. on the board. Right. So that means that, that whenever people muster, they're going to have to put money into order and hearth. Right. Like, right. It's... There's obvious places to... Yeah, they can't like just to. muster with some yeah. nebulous who knows what it's going to be. They're right. going to have to muster somewhere, which means they're going to be putting money into a yep. specific bank. Boy, talk about Order and Hearth. We didn't talk about this earlier, but our world, uh, the last two games, uh, Order was the chosen suit that you yep. end on, and that means you put three new Order cards into it, which means we put six new Order cards into our deck. We are just filling our deck with Order and then by extension Hearth and Beast. Like that, our That's world is just it. this awful, like stronghold homebody uh dare i say near fascist like sure. it's awful <laughs> it's so awful yeah it's so imposing that's how i've been doing it and it's not really because i like the order cards yeah. that much it's that i keep having order synergy which i think makes again that mm -hmm. also makes sense thematically that the the ruler would be like oh i favor order yeah defense you know? Um, but also hearth, it just like the, as a pair, as oh, a duo, man. it just keeps working out that way. Yep. If I pick hearth, I don't get order. Yep. So I would, it, my favorite of those two is definitely hearth. And yeah. I love those cards a lot, yeah. but I would like both, which is why I keep picking order. Right. Right. Um, but that's over now. Yeah. Who knows what's going to happen? What EJ's yeah. going to do? Next game, I I hope we get some big shake shake ups. I'm, I want to shake them up. We do some <laughs> shake them ups. That's what um, I'm looking for. The th the big lesson we learned this last game is go for visions, even when it sucks. Uh, if anything, I think this is a thing I've learned about Oath is quit looking for maximum uh, output on your turn. Mm -hmm. That was the thing that screwed me up is I looked for every possible chance to get the most out of an action. Yeah. And sometimes you avoid just doing a basic economic thing in lieu of like, well, I'll do something that maybe seems a bit more potent. Well, you completely shut yourself out of options later when you do that. So like I've done that with like, well, I'm not going to get three favor. I'll only get two out of this. So I'd rather come back to it later when I can get three favor. It's like, yeah. no, 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 no. Sometimes you do a magic for two. Fa Sometimes you do your two favor for a single secret and that's it and because right. so, you just have to because you just have to keep that engine going and the same goes for visions hunter talked about earlier the last game we had a vision sitting on top of the deck and no one wanted wanted to go for it well that limited all of our options at the end of the game because we didn't have three visions out to allow ourselves to win off of yeah visions. no one we could cut even out win off a of major yeah. chunk of yeah. the game because no one was willing to take a die I, I forgot that it was that die it was bad yeah that is that that is really you have bad. to sometimes just draw the card yeah sometimes you just have to bite the billet bullet um and I think just remembering that, you know, the game is going to favor the chancellor. Uh, the chancellor has like kind of a house advantage, which it yep. makes sense thematically that yep. that would be true. Um, so you don't really have time, I would say, right. to sort of lollygag and be like, oh, right. well, but I have to get my best turn. It's like, nah, sometimes no, sometimes you got to gotta hurt a little. Rounds one through four are about exploration and discovering what your options are going to be. Because mm -hmm. you can you can actually relatively quickly 
jump into a strategy. Yeah. Right. You don't, you don't, it doesn't take four turns to develop a strategy. It takes four turns to see what all your options are. And then in one or two turns, you can isolate a strategy and go for it. Yeah. Um, here's, here's a mistake I made. Uh, I, uh, was making a, a citizenship deal mm -hmm. and I did not look at the rel I was completely self-centered in this uh, <laughs> in this uh, citizenship deal and I did not look at the relic I was offering from the reliquary uh -huh. uh, whenever whenever you make a citizen you could be like here's this relic um, and whenever you give up one of the relics you have in your reliquary you also get an ability and I didn't look at what I just was like all the relics are good right yeah. and actually they're not um, some of them are <laughs> like mean they're like monkey paw stuff yeah and I gave Chris a monkey paw relic that was going to cancel his ability to do anything about EJ. And like, I just got done explaining yeah. my whole game was to try and pit them against each other. Right. And I literally gave Chris something that shut him out. Now we walked it back yeah, because I literally had no intention of doing it that way. Right. But what I'm saying is like, if you're the chancellor, you should look at what you're giving them yeah. and not just think about what, cause you get an ability when you give one of them right. away. It's kind of right. cool. You get well, like that extra thing. That speaks to kind of what you've been saying, Hunter is this thing where the chancellor, first off, Especially now that our meta is developing, we're all going to start coming at the Chancellor more. Like, we're going to start attacking gotta, the Chancellor more. Which means the Chancellor's whole thing is, like, I have to sow more more problems between you all. Mm -hmm. Like, I have to just deflect and do weird things to you all. That's why I'm going to boost someone. Oh, you want to be a citizen? I'll give you way too much power so that right. you become the new target and everyone gets off my back. Yeah. Get off my back. Yeah. <laughs> agree. Agree. Yeah. Uh, it's funny that the relics are like that. Yeah. The relics are not just like... Sometimes a major problem. Yeah, like sometimes the relics are just like... Ugh. It's it's funny because I think we're going to get to this point where, like, you know, in Twilight Imperium right now, I'm dogging on relics a lot. Yeah. And it's I think in the future I'm going to be like, yeah, an oath, you don't want relics, man. Relics <laughs> are bad. Unless you have to get relics, man. Like, relics are no good. We're going to make if a board game something... called Relic. And the whole thing is about, like, <laughs> yeah. getting rid of good things that, yeah. you, that but, freak you but out. But they're good things that hurt too much. I, yeah. I have noticed that there's been some... Uh, to talk TI just a little bit... I I've noticed that there's been some pushback on my general relicate yeah and um there's some good arguments out there right uh for me not b being so down on relics i think that my i think my thing that i'm down on is that i feel like people are charging me too much money yeah, yeah. for my that's definitely the spinning main the wheel thing. but there is there is a deal that i've noticed that sorry we are just like completely free jazz right now um but there's a deal that I've noticed that's pretty cool um that I am into I know some people are kind of annoyed by this type of play but it's where someone says, all right, so um, I will sell you this fragment. It's the last fragment you need. You give me two now for it. Right. If you get something good, you give me like another additional trade good or maybe right. even two additional trade goods. Like right. if it's, you know, something game. Yeah. Right. And then, yeah, it's non-binding. Who knows? You know, but, but you can always, you can throw in collateral with that kind of stuff. That's oh, yeah, that, collateral. That, nowadays, I'm all about ceasefire collateral. Collateral. Ceasefire is like the perfect thing to give to someone where they're like, I will give it back to you for more money for the thing I want later. Cause like, the ceasefire can do a lot of crazy things, but it's not always something I actually need to hold on to. So it mm. just being there in my hand until I get my money back is 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 kind of my new favorite thing to do with that's, it. That's true. That's so true. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyways, we just capped off that oath talk with a bunch of <laughs> random Twilight Imperium. This is Space Cats as heck today. Love oath. Uh, yeah. Excited to play more of it. Yeah. I'm excited to crack open my copy I when know. we get to yeah. when we get to Portland. I'm gonna be cracking open my copy of Oath. Hasn't been touched. Yep. So it is fresh. It, yeah, it's fresh. And I don't even know how we're gonna like get you content of. I don't. Know, what do you think we can have like two different Oath games that going? Fun. That seems, seems fun. fun. I like the idea that uh, we we. I need to get better. I haven't. My my big failing right now has been not actually like writing chronicles. Like give it like writing down the story. Yeah, yeah. I need to do that here in our in our amazing little leather bound journal of this this stuff. But I like the idea of thinking of our two oath things on like different continents and, oh. and and then at some point like we'll play games Mega together oath. we'll we'll play a game where like it's like me and you and ej and somebody else from portland playing one game it's like oh we all we like traveled to a new continent and had brought the stories from our i don't know oh, it's, very it's a cool. fun imagination it's a fun thing. imagination thing in your imagination brain <laughs> that's fun I want to thank our weird bears, Big Al Cappuccino, Farganus, Squeamish Emu, Billy, Brasper, Brian, Kaluan, John, Son of Leto, Alice, Mate Nason, Rumor Hippo, Absol, Rwise, Fweddy, TG Welch, and Spirit Thing. And I want Don't to you mean John of Leto? <laughs> I want to thank our little peace turtles, Patience as Virtue. Uh, my son is also named Bort, Anvilier, Frank G, Gaskio, Goondock, Beza, Rekka, Carnal, Naderade, Nick, Privix, Rolo, Uncle Batty, and Teddy's Jam for you. 
awesome. Hey, please send send up this Imperium life story. You know what was a great this Imperium life story? The yeah. thing earlier about the Sardak taking a home system that was off a of good Colonial Imperium Indra. life yeah. story. The, the thing about those is you can even just give us that, but if you zhuzh that up a little zhuzh bit, it. you throw some language in there. Give me, give me, give me some prose. That perfect. Also, we can if you give us permission to zhuzh, we will. Judge. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Just I'm not me. gonna, I'm not gonna judge your stuff if you don't want me to. Right. You know what I mean? Like I don't want to. Obvious, just like, you put some zhuzh on it. We're not gonna zhuzh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It. But I if don't... there's obviously no zhuzh, we might zhuzh, 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 zhuzh. How many times can we say zhuzh? Um, <laughs> Galactic Council, so uh, it's been decided. Um, is it, Did they do it? Did they do the 50-50? We well, don't know we, yet. <laughs> we don't know. We're um, recording so this before the episode releases. The Galactic Council has gone full rogue. They are now yeah. uh, a completely separate organization from this podcast. We yeah. do not associate with them anymore. <laughs> uh, we will have to continue to give them polls, but the Galactic Council, I would say, is kind of a, I don't know, it's like a nation within a state. <laughs> They're doing their own thing. They have their own show, their own leaders. Um, so yeah, they have probably succeeded in tying right. these two topics, yep. TI4 tech tier list and improvise a Twilight Imperium scenario. And we still don't know yep. what we are going to do in response. One of those two episodes is coming. I soon. would kind of say that we are at war right now yeah. with the Galactic Council. Yeah, definitely. It is, it is us. We've got a mutiny on our hands it's and Hunter a and I are trying on, to, to snuff it out. Full on council mutiny. Um, I was supposed to be the vice president of the uh -huh. Galactic Council. We had a plan to, for this. We did have a plan for this, but then I decided to recuse myself. <laughs> now, that was a mistake, Constitutional obviously. crisis. It is a constitutional crisis, but I, d I determined that I could not, in you know, good faith, rule in these matters. Yeah. That the Galactic Council has decided every poll must be a tie now. Yeah. They tried to do the four-way tie on the first round of Boy. the poll. Luckily, they failed Can't at that. Can't do that. That's yeah. too much. That's too yeah. much to ask for. So this is the, we are now in the, I'm going to call this the war arc mm -hmm. between ourselves. We have a lot of arcs in this show. This is the war arc. Arcs are generally about two episodes long. <laughs> yeah, there's been more arcs lately. <laughs> it's when there's not a tournament, there's kind of just, just it's all free wheel. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, it's kind of a buffet style of arc. Um, Homebrewers Guild, uh, coming up. Uh, Sunday, September 19th. Nope, that's no longer true. Oh, no. So oh, I originally Hunter's, said... Hunter's move date is I moved. originally said yeah, Sunday, we, we September 19th for, um, for the uh, next Homebrewers Guild game. I'm already going to just like get that out of there. Let's punt it to the next weekend, basically. Um, so on probably. the 26th, yeah. I will be doing the Homebrewers Guild yeah. faction. So you have some extra time to get in your factions. Yeah. Uh, there's been a lot of good ones now. We've Thank got you a so lot much. of Mass Effect ones in because like the Mass, my Mass yeah. Effect crew has jumped in and done some Mass Effect factions. Love the Krogan one. The Krogan one is cool. The Krogan one and sounds cool. I want cool. the Krogan one in the game. And I wanted to, my goal now is to get into the factions game and to get to play the Krogan. Ooh, yeah, that sounds great. Um, so I, I'm really excited about this game. It's going to be super fun. However, I will be driving across the country with two kitties in the back. Yep. It was originally going to be that I was going to move later and this was going to be fine. Right before. But that is, that, that is no longer the case. Things change. Things change. So we're doing the next weekend. Yep. 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 Um, yep. And the start time will be um, kind of probably pretty reasonable uh, Pacific time. Yeah. Like we'll, we'll probably Pacific, have a more updated but... time next week's episode. Yes. So just keep a, keep an ear out. Keep an ear out. I'm excited about Homebrewers Guild. This is going to be like probably the biggest one thus far yeah. as far as like just how what and wild it. it's going to be. Yeah. Uh, I want to thank you all for listening. And if you enjoyed today's episode and if you enjoy the episodes across the board, please give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts and iTunes. Hey, also, please go listen to our new show, Old Gamers Almanac. Old Gamers Almanac. Yep. Please check it out. If you like... If you're listening to this the day it comes out, we posted uh, the the Old Gamers Almanac. We are posting the Old Gamers Almanac episode next Tuesday. Yeah. So if you're listening to this day of release, you got a week from the release of Old Gamers Almanac. But uh, if you're listening to this any later, go check out that show. Go check uh, it out. On, on the other feed, there's going to be three episodes that drop right away. So you're going to have three hours of video game talk the second this stuff goes live. Yeah, and obviously this is for this, this is for your video gamers. Yeah. Um, this is, you know, we're trying to make as many unwise choices as possible when right. it comes to, you know, being content creators. Yeah. So some people would say, why not make another board game show? You have a board game audience. Right. And to them, I say, no, not dumb <laughs> enough. Okay. <laughs> Back off. We want to just start. You know what we should have got into? Makeup tutorials. Yeah. Right. If we were in it for the money, boy, we you'd be hearing weird like VPN ads all the uh -huh. time on here. Nord VPN would be up in this. <laughs> Raid Shadow Legends, which we actually 
We are not sponsored by nope, Raid Shadow Legends, not. but I definitely I, and I'd EJ has definitely opened yeah. uh, with some Raid Shadow Legends. Hey, here's hey for Raid Shadow Legends. This is on the house. Don't play Raid Shadow Legends. <laughs> but that's sort of ads, right? All right. I said it quite a few times, mm-hmm. but don't do it. Any advertising is good advertising. Hey, you can also go to our website, spacecatspeedstrolls.com, to find more information about our Patreon. Please help contribute to the show. Uh, we are funded by <laughs> listeners like you. Yeah, uh, publicly funded yep. by listeners uh, like you. You can also find us on Twitter at SpaceCatsPod. You can find our Discord on our website, and you can find our merchandise on, uh, on Threadless. Uh, yeah, that's website it. stuff is supposed to be getting a big upgrade soon. We've been talking about that. Yeah, we're gonna try and upgrade the website, yeah. uh, which means we're gonna be we're gonna be talking about trying to upgrade the merch. I've been trying to work on the next wave of Weird Bear shirts. Yeah, that has been uh, next wave of Weird Bear shirts. I didn't know there was another. Oh, oh, just the, the orders, Weird Bear shirts. The, yeah. The so game. if you're in the Weird Bears, you get like a jersey. Yeah. Um, I was hoping when there was a point where we were going to Gen Con this year, right. which we are not now. Yeah. Um, so if you are going to Gen Con, we will not be there. Uh, but uh, I was hoping we were going to get to just give Take those out and not have to mail them, yeah. but it looks like we're back in the mail zone. No, we now. live... Yeah, and <laughs> did you hear that the Suez Canal had another delay the other day? Yeah, man. Man, that's a, that's a bummer. That, that, that headline was fishing for crazy, though, because it was yeah. like, well, it was like a, it was like two hours. <laughs> oh, it was only two hours? It was not a big ah, deal. It's, it's not a big deal at all, but it's just like the, the tease of like, uh-oh, a ship got stuck again was yeah. like too much for some some headlines to, that's funny to are we avoid. just doing news now, now it's the, the news end of the show, show we just do news now? yeah let's just do the what's hey what's going on in the news what's going on what's in twitter news? have to say about the news no they don't want to hear about twitter final man. space has been canceled i don't even know what that is seasons. dude i don't care about that yeah. why do you why you tell me that well it's canceled why you tell me about hey it's that? the month of wario it's some no it isn't that's yeah. not a thing yes it is that, that does i no n- no absolutely the month of I, wario go to I will not polygon.com for, no don't and do it's that wario just because they wrote about us one one time doesn't mean i'll we do start anything man stuff. i'm hey now don't I'm on play twitter. Raid shadow legend now i'm on hey, twitter will you stop can we just end the episode now do you just want to keep reading twitter stuff that can't be a podcast matt the TIFF a... is happening, the Toronto nope. International Film nope. Festival 2021. Nope. All the highlights from the 10-day film festival. Thank you for listening to Space Cat's Peace Turtles. And thanks to Ben Prunty for the use of his music. You can find more at benpruntymusic.com and benprunty.bandcamp.com. Pax Magnifica, Bellum Gloriosum.